The Florida Gators are releasing their first depth chart of the season later on today. Here's my shot at the offense and defense, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. If you're new here or if you've been here before and not, like, subscribe, comment, review, do whatever it is that you want to do, but it's greatly appreciated. Just know that one. And also September 1st. Thursday, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Social at Midtown in Gainesville. I'll be there recording live episode of Locked On Gators, hanging out before and after most likely. And then Friday, 5.30 is the time we're shooting for. Might change it earlier or later. We'll see what happens with it. But those are the moves. Social at Midtown in Gainesville. Clifford Taylor will be there on Thursday. We know that. Uh, I believe Zach Cohen will be there on Thursday. Draft Network, he's been on Lockdown Gators before. It's going to be a good time. Florida, Utah, game week. We're talking about the depth chart now. Um, that's I just wanted to run through all that. Now we're talking about the depth chart. And this is just my prediction at this point. It's what I think will happen mixed a little bit with what I think should happen. Uh, so, so we'll take that approach to it. I'm also going with the depth chart format that Billy Napier would release um, when he released depth charts at Louisiana, um, except I am not including the or section. I just feel like that's kind of a cop out when you're doing the projection. Um, I realize that it's like, well, no, I think it'll be either of these guys or it could be either. I don't care. I, I'm not doing the or section. Uh, also, since I'm following Billy Napier's format, there's no X, Y, and Z like we're probably typically used to with Florida. It's just wide receiver. Uh, maybe when the depth chart comes out later, it'll be different. But again, I'm going based on the Louisiana format for every position. Quarterback, obviously, Anthony Richardson. I have Jalen Kitna listed as the second one because uh, we're going pretty much too deep here. Some positions have more like running back left four. But uh, for the most part, too deep. Anthony Richardson's the starter, obviously. I have Jalen Kitna as the backup. It will obviously be Jack Miller the third when he's healthy, but he's not. So it's Jalen Kitna. And that's who I think will win that little backup battle right now. I know Max Brown is way down depth chart. He's a freshman. He's not ready. Totally get that. Uh, I do think he's the probably second or third most talented quarterback on this roster right now. But again, a lot of work goes into the mental game at quarterback. And he's a freshman, so he's got to kind of catch up there. But Anthony Richardson starter, Jalen Kitna will be the primary backup, I believe. Looking at running back, we know it's going to be a committee. That's always what Billy Napier has done. And we know that everybody's just like, look, like, does the order really matter? They're all going to get snaps, which is kind of how I feel. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that, that the order matters. I think everybody's going to get snaps and they're all going to play a good deal. But I've got Naquan as the primary with Montreal Johnson as a secondary, Lorenzo Lingard as a third, and Trevor Etienne as the fourth. I do think that by the end of the season, Trevor Etienne will be second or third on that list. Uh, but I think right now it's still very early in the process getting him up to speed for the college game. And it's also like, I realize that a lot of people go, oh, well, if running back's the easiest position to just step in and and play um, because, you know, you're, you're just making reads. 
one, that's not necessarily the case because it could be a very different scheme than you're used to. But also when you're talking about things, you're also looking at learning the playbook as a pass protector or a pass catcher, learning what your calls are. If you're in pass protection, you need to be in line with kind of the run with the uh, quarterback and what the calls are. So I think that's what people kind of overlook. I think, yes, in a very simplified sense, you can come in and run the ball and you can probably come in and be like, hey, man, you're running the swing on this play. But a lot of other things go into really learning how to play. So I think Trevor Etienne will work his way up the depth chart. But for now, he's not there. Justin Shorter is the leading receiver here. And again, there's no X, Y, Z here. Although you can kind of piece together what roles people are going to be playing. I got Justin Shorter and Jaquavian Frazier. not as the starting receivers, just as the as the two deep at that receiver spot, which, yes, you could say is likely the X role. Uh, Justin Shorter and Jaquavian Frazier's are the guys there. I think Jaquavian Frazier's, especially during the spring game, absolutely dogged. And I think he's earned and worked his way into more playing time. I still think he's the fifth most talented receiver on this team. But I do think that this receiving room goes five deep comfortably, at least in my opinion. It goes five deep comfortably. And so I'm fine with Jaquavian Frazier's being receiver five there. I got receiver, that second receiver spot, the Y, whatever you want to call it. Xavier Henderson is the starter for me. Jamarcus Weston is his backup. Weston's someone who's kind of just impressed everything I've seen from him over the past six or so months. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with him being the guy there. Receiver and third receiver spot. That's the slot receiver if you can't tell by who's about to be named. Ricky Pierce all starting. Trent Whitmore as the backup. And I hate calling Trent Whitmore that because I do think he'll play a lot of snaps. I think that will rotate. I think Trent Whitmore will go to the outside if we ever do see that Justin Shorter big slot role. I realize that we also talk a lot about these two tight end sets for Billy Napier. We will see four wide receiver sets. That's something you're going to see, but it's spread concepts there. So you'll see Trent Whitmore play a lot. I just think Ricky Pearsall plays more. And I do think Ricky Pearsall is a better inside out threat. I just think he's so good on the inside that if Justin Shorter comes into the power slot, you still want to see Trent Whitmore go out wide there. The tight end spots, I have the two tight end roles listed the same way Billy Napier did. Tight end, I, I don't want to say tight end one. The first tight end spot we're talking about, Keon Zipperer is the starter for me. I, I still think that he should be the starter. I love Dante Zanders, but I think if you're going 11 personnel, I just think Keon Zipperer should be the guy. Although, we'll see. Jonathan Odom is the next one there. Jonathan Odom is arguably the best blocker in this tight end room right now. I think he'll get a lot of run this year as long as he stays healthy. Uh, So I I would keep an eye on that. I know that he just recently, like a couple of weeks ago, just started practicing again. Uh, But I do think that he'll be full go and fully ready to kind of put some people in the dirt. (laughs) If we're going to be honest there, I I think that he'll be able to do that. And the other tight end spot, Dante Zandres is a starter. Nick Elksness is the fourth tight end there. I will say I was a little hesitant to put Nick Elksness. I think that fourth tight end spot is pretty wide open uh, just because Nick Elksness, like I, I would need to see it from him more often. I know he could play receiver. I think I know he could be that big receiver. He could be a power slot probably, but I need to see him a bit more as a well-rounded player here. And that's, that's kind of just what I'm waiting to see there. We're about to flip to the trenches on offense and defense, but first a quick word from bet online, because if you think that the Florida Gators will win seven or more games, seven or more games, which I think they will, bet the over. Seven or less games, bet the under. Right now on Bet Online, the Gators' win total is set at seven. 
I took the over when it was set at six and a half, so it's rising. So get your bet ins before get your bets in before it goes to seven and a half. And then if they win seven games, you don't get your push if you bet the over. So hmm. if you want to bet the under, you can wait and see how it goes. But I mean, you got like three days before game day, so you might want to get it in. Bet Online's your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. I've been using it for years. I've been open about that. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Thanks again for making Lock Navigators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Now we're talking about the trenches here, and we're going to go position by position. Again, I realize that I, there's one position on the offensive line where I was like, I'm fine repeating guards because uh, it's the guards. It's the backup guard spot. But left tackle, Richard Garage and Austin Barber is who is what I think the situation will be. I know a lot of people also like Jordan Herman. I don't dislike him. Uh, I just think that Austin Barber, based on Billy Napier's praise and Prince Liam and Mialine's praise and, and this whole coaching staff, the praise behind, around Austin Barber, we'll say, I think indicates to me that, that they are very, very high on him. And so if he's going to be the future at left tackle, I'm fine listing him as left tackle two right now. We'll see Jordan Herman if he's going to be third left tackle or in this projection, he might even be third right tackle. He's not there for me either. But I do think that he's talented. We'll see what happens with it. But I think Austin Barber is the future at left tackle for the Florida Gators. Looking at left guard, Ethan White is a starter for me there. Josh Braun right behind him. Ethan White was kind of a dog last year. He was. He, I'm not going to take it away from him. He was a dog. Um, and now he, he's fully healthy. He's ready to go. We're looking at our starting left guard, I believe. And Josh Braun, like I said, will be the backup at left guard. I also have Josh Braun at the right guard backing up Osiris Torrance, who obviously we are all looking at Osiris Torrance as kind of this uh, this savior on the offensive line, which he very well could be. But he's kind of the person where we're like, okay, like the interior of offensive line is good with Osiris Torrance at starter. I think Ethan White is also a very good starting left guard. We'll see what happens with it this year if he can stay healthy and, and how this unit works together. But we also got center, the guy kind of manning the helm here. Kingsley Egwakun, which is not surprising. He was very good last year. It was literally just... That, that Kentucky game was horrible. It was one of the worst center performances I've ever seen just in terms of the the snap issues with, you know, whether snapping too early, snapping too late, not snapping the ball, getting a false start himself. Just, there, were, there were a lot of things, and a lot of it stemmed from the center as well, although more of that blame does belong and does deserve to go to Dan Mullen, who did not switch to a silent count earlier, which is just one of the biggest – Biggest fumbles I've seen from a head coach in a hostile environment to not switch to that, that silent count sooner. A lot of teams will just go into that game and go, we're not even going to try to work with an audible count. We're just going to go silent count the entire time because it's hard to hear. And so that's why all the errors happen. That's why it's like, yeah, Kingsley, Kingsley's very good, although a lot of people will attribute just that Kentucky game to him and they'll identify him as that. But he's got a season to turn that one around. I've got Richie Leonard as his backup again. I think that's where they'll go if anything were to happen to Kingsley. But obviously, we're going to hope it doesn't. But got to be prepared. Right tackle to round out this offensive line group. I've got Michael Tarquin, who Rob Sale 
I mean, incessantly praised a couple weeks ago. He was like, if I could have 20 Michael Tarquins, I would. If you want to give me 20 of them, give me 20 of them. He's he's fantastic. Just a hard worker, always developing, always improving. And that's something that you have to, I mean, if you're a Gators fan, I think you have to be like, okay, like, like I'm happy with this. Like, like I'm happy with someone that the coaching staff will praise. And like, he's a hard worker, always, always improving. Because there's a lot of guys that hit D1 football, hit Power 5 football, hit SEC football, hit Florida football, and they're just like, man, I'm good. Like, I, I made it. That's not the it, the situation with Michael Tarkin. I do think his backup right now would be Cameron Waits from Louisiana, transferred over under Billy Napier. Like, Osiris Torrance did as well, and, like, Montreal Johnson did as well. I think Cameron Waits kind of the <laughs> waiting in the wings to be the future right tackle, which... He could be. I, I think that when you look at the tackle group for Florida, I am more comfortable with the Florida tackle situation right now than I have been in a very long time because there are five tackles from like, if they play, I'm okay with it. I, I'd prefer we didn't go five tackles deep, but if it happens, I'm kind of comfortable with what's going on there. Defensively, uh, it's not, you know, how we commonly refer to them as DN, one tech, three tech. They literally have Defensive line, defensive line, defensive line. And I'm sticking with the Louisiana Billy Napier, Patrick Tony format because that's that that's who's in Gainesville right now. <laughs> that's that's there. Uh so defensive line one spot. I went Princely Uman Mialin with Tyreek Sepp. I kind of tried to go based on the same uh measurables that they had listed as their D-line, D-line, D-line. So this D-line spot. Prince Liam and Mialine starting with Tyreek Sapp as the backup. I know Tyreek Sapp is someone who has a lot of hype around him right now. He's been improving. Obviously, Billy Napier said he's going to play a significant role for this team. And everybody's been like, yeah, Tyreek Sapp has just been a dog lately. Don't expect that to change. I think I think that we'll still see Princely as a starter and Tyreek Sapp playing um, a good deal, but Princely starting. Other defensive line spot is that defensive end spot that we've been talking about where it's Javon Dexter is playing defensive end, but he's listed as D-line, and Chris McLellan will be his backup. Uh, I don't know where it came from where I've seen people go like, oh, like Chris Chris McLellan is the backup D-tackle. He's the backup D-end. He was signed and recruited to replace Javon Dexter when Javon Dexter goes to the NFL. That hasn't changed just because Javon Dexter is playing defensive end now. Chris McClellan also just did that now. It's just a defensive tackle spot that's called defensive end. That's what it is in a 3-4. You've played Madden. You should know that. Uh, so Javon Dexter, the starter and the, the one-man wrecking crew he is as well with Chris McClellan as his backup. And I know Chris McClellan is someone where, I mean, people from the Gator Collective have been like, yeah, we've been hearing great things about Chris McClellan. I think we should continue to expect to hear great things about Chris McClellan. The final D-line spot is that one tech, zero tech nose, whatever you want to call them. They're the larger players in that role. They're they're kind of, I know that they're thought of as like these two gap, just eat space and let everybody else make the plays. Uh, Florida Gators defensive line coach Sean Spencer has said he does not want defensive linemen doing that. He's like, look, Desmond Watson is a huge dude. I don't want him being just just Snacks Harrison, a two gap nose, a two gap nose that's just eating space. Jalen Lee is who I think will be the starter with Desmond Watson as the backup. I think they'll both play a good deal. And I think that by the end of the year, we could see Desmond Watson as the starting nose tackle there, that starting defensive lineman. Uh, just, I think with him, it's always been, can he get in playing shape? I know that he's made progress. I know we're looking for that. 
but we'll see what actually happens with it. Off on the outside linebackers, I included here in the trenches because guess what? They're playing basically on the defensive line. That's what they are. They're pass rushing outside linebackers. Uh, two are listed on that Louisiana depth chart, which I'm following here, although I think one side will play obviously way more than the other, and you can kind of piece that together. Brenton Cox Jr., starting outside linebacker, he's that jack, that pass rusher. So that will be Brenton Cox Jr., nothing surprising about that one. Lloyd Summerall is who I think will be his immediate backup. I, I just think that he'll fit that role better than what I'm listing as the other outside linebacker, which is Chief Borders, who's more of that very versatile player. He's going to rush the passer, play run defense, drop back into coverage. I don't think we'll see that position play a ton. I believe this starter at Louisiana, or the guy that was listed as a starter at Louisiana, under Patrick Tony and Billy Napier at that second outside linebacker spot, played about half of the snaps that the other outside linebacker did. So we'll see what happens with that. That's why I was like, you know what? Lloyd Summerall is the primary backup. He should be on that spot. And Chief Borders starting here with Antoine Powell as his backup for me. But again, we'll see how much that really role that role really plays. We're about to talk about the linebackers and secondary, but first a quick word from our sponsors. Looking at linebacker, there's two inside linebacker spots. One of them is Ventrell Miller starting, obviously. The other is Shamar James as his backup. Sorry, <laughs> that one linebacker spot, Ventrell Miller starter, Shamar James as the backup. I think that's safe, and I, I think that's what we should see, especially with Ventrell Miller. That's kind of that Mike spot. That, that's that middle linebacker, that commander of the defense. I think that we'll see Shamar James do that in a couple years. Maybe see Shamar James by the end of this year starting at that other inside linebacker spot. But for the start of the season, I think we see Ventrell and Shamar James. The other inside linebacker spot is more that will linebacker, that weak side. It's typically thought of as a more of a cover man. Who better as a cover man than Amari Bernie is who I think it will be. I don't think it should be, personally. Um, but again, I'm not in that room where people have been like, look, Amari Bernie's made strides. He's improved significantly. If he has, then great. But from what I've seen last year and then in spring ball, we'll, we'll see what happens with Amari Bernie. I know he's fully healthy now and he's ready to go. I think Amari Bernie is a starter with Dewan Black as his primary backup. I do think that we should see Dewan Black as a starter, but I don't think that is going to be the situation. Looking at cornerback, we've got one side, Jason Marshall Jr. and Jalen Kimber. I know that everybody talks about that that's corner spot, that opposite Jason Marshall Jr. is kind of an open competition. I think we'll see Jalen Kimber play that a bit. I do. Um, but I have the starter on that opposite side, Avery Helm. Um I think that one's incredibly simple. Like that is something where I've said it last season. I said it through the spring and I said it now, like Avery Helm was good last year. People cut the tape, check the stats, any metric you want to use, any evaluation, any valuation you want to use. Avery Helm was good last year and deserves to be a starting corner on this defense. And he should be. And I think he will be. His backup immediately will be Devin Moore, the true freshman. It's been impressing, can play multiple roles on this defense. I'd like to see him move around the secondary quite a bit, if we're being honest about it. But, uh, yeah, that, that's that's what we're looking at now. I think it's Jason Marshall Jr., Avery Helm starting on the outside, with Jalen Kimber and Devin Moore as the backups. Moving to the inside, we're looking at star. I think Trevez Johnson is the main guy, even though, again, I think it should be Jadarius Perkins. Uh, I think you should just have the better cover man. But again, Patrick Tony's shown he likes having a safety type player at star. That's what star is. It's a safety at the nickel spot. That's what we'll see with Travis Johnson. I also think at nickel or star, 
We'll see Trey Dean rotate down to star more often than we saw last year. And we'll see Trevez Johnson step out. We'll have Trey Dean rotate down to star. And Kamari Wilson will be will be replacing him on the back end, which is why at one of the safety spots, I have Trey Dean as a starter with Kamari Wilson as his backup. Because when Trey Dean rotates down, I think we see Kamari Wilson. And this is something where once Patrick Tony got hired, we were like, look, expect to see three safety sets. You could talk about creepers all you want. You could talk about sim pressure all you want. You can talk about all these things. First of all, also stop using creepers as just this is a creepers defense. That's not a thing. Um, just it's not. That just doesn't make sense. But trading will rotate on the star. Three safeties is going to be a very important part of this defense as well. The other safety, obviously, Rashad Torrance. The second will be starting with Donovan McMillan as his backup. I think that's how we see it shake out uh, as far as the entire depth chart. I wouldn't be stunned if Trey Dean was listed as a starting star. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see that because I think that Rashad Torrance and Kamari Wilson with Trey Dean as a star will be a better combination than Rashad Torrance or Trey Dean with Trevez Johnson at the star. Um, I know he dealt with injuries as well last year, Trevez Johnson. I know that we've seen a lot from him, but I haven't seen enough to say like he should be the star like, like he should be the focal point there i would like to see trading do it because i've been very open i think trading is better suited to that role i think he's better so suited to that box safety role that that tight end eraser and we'll see if we really have if we really see it but depth chart comes out later on today we'll see what happens whether this is just my again projection of what i think should and what i think will happen thanks for making lockdown gators your first listen of the day every day we are available daily and free reviews in the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more on your Florida Gators. And it's crossover Thursday tomorrow. I'll be joined with Locked On Utes, baby. We're going to talk that trash. Make your second listen, Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. You get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university, University of Florida. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and GiantsCountryFSI.com. And I will see you all tomorrow.